Good evening, everyone. How are you all doing? This is another Addenda episode of the Alphabetical Fugazi. Although I don't have that many points to clarify this episode, which I guess means I'm doing an okay job because uh, you all aren't uh, emailing in too much with uh, any, any corrections or additions. Although that brings me to the first point about why I wanted to release this. Um, because uh, I just want to say recently I checked the spam folder for the first time over at my email address, which is, as you all know, fugazi a to z at gmail.com. Uh, and in that spam folder were a couple of legitimate emails to me. And, uh, of course, my blood ran a little cold because I was like, oh my god, what if if people have been trying to get in touch with me and they've been going to this spam box that gets routinely deleted, I think, every month. So, uh, you know, to my knowledge, I have replied to everybody who has emailed me. If you ever emailed me and I didn't reply to you, um, please try again because maybe maybe it went to spam. Um, I guess I'm just going to have to routinely check that inbox now, which sounds like uh, a real slog. But I'm going to do it because I don't want to miss anything. And uh, yeah, my apologies if that has happened. I also wanted to uh, give a little thank you to the people over at the Facebook group, The Alphabetical Fugazi, for listeners who are who haven't joined over there. Um, they did a really nice thing. Uh, you know, a couple of people decided that they wanted to surprise me and all pitch in and get me a uh, an all access pass to the Fugazi Live series. It was a really kind idea. They they got a bunch of people on board and went as far as contacting Discord to try to find out um, how that would work if they if they could pool their resources and get that uh, for me as a gift. And uh, they got a reply from Ian Mackay who said that you know he he was just gonna hook me up with it because I've been in touch with him a, a little bit and he has listened to a few episodes of the podcast um, and he decided uh, it's maybe something that would be useful for me to have. Uh, as I do this project, so um, just a huge thank you to uh, to him and to the, the the listeners who were were willing to put in some money to to get me a gift like that. I really appreciate you guys. It's a new experience to me to feel appreciated by a large group of strangers, but uh, I think I like it. it. Gives me the warm fuzzies. So I thanked you on the Facebook page, but I just wanted to take this opportunity to thank you with my podcasting voice, which is, you know, why you were willing to do such a thing for me in the first place. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, be listening to a lot of live takes on these Fugazi songs uh, that I have left to do and, you know, see if that gives me any additional insights. So speaking of insights, let me get to sort of new knowledge uh, to, to bestow upon you. So first of all, after I released the Instrument Soundtrack episode, I got a very nice and unexpected email from Guy Pichotto, who had listened to it and enjoyed it, and uh, he wanted to, to give me a couple of uh, other small facts to add. So I mentioned when talking to Brendan how the, the first song in the film is the last song on the soundtrack and, and vice versa, and I guess what I had forgotten, I, th- I think that I had known this at some point, but it slipped my mind, is that the entire thing is in reverse chronological order. Um, I'll just, I'll read you what Guy said verbatim. He said, quote, The album sequence is in reverse chronological order to how the songs appear in the film. We had to reverse it because proper chronological order seemed too weird with Shaken All Over coming in second. Also, the Polaroid photos on the album insert for each song 
aren't randomly selected, they are stills from the movie matched to the moments that each specific song appears in the film. We run a tight ship. End quote. So that's a really awesome detail. I don't think I had ever noticed that. Um, so that was cool. And I, I did want to follow up with him because something that I had asked Brendan about uh, was about Guilford Fall. And he didn't know the answer, which is in the in the end hits version, what are the letters that, that are being said with a bunch of echo and stuff? Uh, yeah, so I asked Guy about that and he did respond. He says the letters spell out tiny the first time through, T-I-N-Y, and then Tiny Appetite the second time through. He says he overdubbed himself on top of himself and then stereo delayed them to scramble them even more. Um, quote, definitely a song where I should have left well enough alone, end quote. So yeah, awesome to hear that from Guy. I've gotten a few emails from a listener named David Fisher that have been pretty interesting. Um, he lives in Hong Kong. In the episode with Nick Pelichotto, I think I had been musing about whether the cover of End Hits was like a photo taken by Jem Cohen. But David Fisher pointed out to me that, uh, he says, after moving to Hong Kong, I realized that the End Hits cover was from my new city. I went to the spot where the picture was taken to get a snapshot of my own. It turned out to be more difficult than I imagined as the harbor has changed drastically and the main building is cylindrical. He says that turns out it wasn't their picture in the first place. It was a postcard Jem Cohen found and he used it when designing the End Hits cover. And David sent me a, a sort of an updated picture of what that area looks like now. So thanks to David Fisher. Um, and the only other thing I really had for now is I want to give a hat tip to the podcast End on End, whose hosts appeared on my In Defense of Humans episode. Uh, when they did, they did their episode on the Margin Walker EP, they raised a point that I had totally missed. And uh, I'm guessing that they found this in the book Dance of Days, uh, because that's where I was able to sort of find the citation. It says that Provisional was a song inspired by a visit to Dachau concentration camp in Germany, a not-so-subtle dig at the emerging skinhead crew in D.C. So, yeah, I neglected to drop that tidbit into my episode on Provisional and Reprovisional, and it seems like a, a sort of big thing to miss, and I think once you know that detail it might really affect the way that you read the song. So that's all for now. Uh, as I said last time, if you ever listen to an episode and I've totally missed something big, uh, definitely feel free to email me. I'll do my best to get back to you, whether or not that goes to spam. I hope it doesn't. But if it does, I'm going to be ready this time. Okay, that's it for me. Keep your eyes open. <laughs>